This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Sorepreneurs, Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. From teenage mom to a recognized top 100 national trial lawyer, award-winning international speaker, number one best-selling author, and successful business and legal strategist, Chevelle certainly knows how to soar, uninterrupted. She's here today to empower and educate you with effective business and legal strategies you can use to build and scale a successful business without interruption. Get ready. Get set. Let's soar. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Chevelle McPherson. Good morning, everyone. This is Chevelle McPherson coming to you live from Orlando. I'm actually here at the podcast movement. Sorepreneurs is honored to have four amazing boss women entrepreneurs who have joined me today. We are live. We are going to be loose in the booth, so stay <laughs> tuned for what, what is to come. Um, I have some amazing guests. I have with me Sharita Humphreys, who is a financial coach. She's going to be giving you some tips on how you can make your business financially stronger and some of the key strategies that entrepreneurs need to take in their business business to make sure that their business is economically moving forward faster. And then I have with me Amanda Balcazar. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. And she actually is the, um, are you the Mm co-host? The co-host of Hot Mess to Success podcast. And the wonderful thing that I love about her is everyone knows how I feel about having a sorepreneur journey, which is having a story where you have obstacles that you've overcome and you've used those obstacles to turn them into opportunities. And she is amazing with um, just having entrepreneurs and women understand the importance of sharing that story and the significance of the story and how it impacts your life and and completely changes your future. So I'm honored to have her. And last but not least, I have Wendy Hart sitting here to my right. Um, Wendy and I met actually on the first day. Um, I actually had a, uh, we did a um, host uh, networking event where she actually sat down and we met and um, I invited her to come on the show. It was a pitch session. It was like a network pitch session for podcasts and it was awesome and amazing. But anyway, she is an international speaker, coach. She helps you get unstuck. Okay. She is what I call, I'm going to label her. She hasn't labeled herself this. I call her the queen of getting your behind out of procrastination. (laughs) And we know that most entrepreneurs, um, we procrastinate. We put things off on the side and typically we put them off on the side because um, we don't prioritize them for one for one reason or the other or um, because there's some psychology around the things that we procrastinate procrastinate upon is usually um, things we're just not comfortable with. And I always say, you have to get out of your comfort zone. And so procrastination is getting out of your comfort zone. So with that said, and then me, your hostess with the most is, I may share some legal strategies because I think that all entrepreneurs need to take their business more seriously when it comes to not only making money, but making sure that you're protecting the money. And I usually say you need to protect your assets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to get this started. I think I'm going to start opening it up with um, Amanda. Mm-hmm. 
because typically when I do my shows um, locally, I always talk about having a sorepreneur journey. And so I want you to um, really let the listeners know how important it is to share your sorepreneur journey, which is the journey um, that a lot of people sometimes are embarrassed about. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the journey that people hide behind. Mm -hmm. It is typically the journey who makes you the person who you are. Um, But for some reason, you know, we have shame behind it. We don't want to share it. And I'll briefly say for those of you listening that don't know me, I mean, I'm going to start briefly with my story, which is I was a teenage mom and um, had a kid when I was in high school and, you know, thought it was the end of the world, but turned it around and used my son as my why to move forward, become an attorney, become a prosecutor, um, do some amazing things and now sit here with some amazing women. So with that said, can you please share with the audience why it's important that they share their sorepreneur story? Absolutely. So for the past couple of years, um, so I've I've been a, if you want to say a solo, like sorepreneurs, I love that. But solopreneur, um, I work full-time with my husband. I've been doing that for 13 years now. And throughout the process, uh, I've met some incredible people. And at events like this, it just happens. And when you connect with somebody and then you start chatting with them, you're like, wow, you're this is amazing, everything that you've accomplished, da, 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 da. That's like the first initial meeting. And that's what most everybody sees, right? That's, that's pretty much as far as a lot of um, encounters go for everybody else. But it's like the story behind the story. When I sit and I connect with people and you're like, wow, and then they get into that backstory and it's amazing and it's inspiring and it really impacts me. And I was realizing when I was talking to other women that were not doing that, they might be in business and they might be struggling with some things and, and, you know, time and just all this, all these things, they're not getting that story behind the story. So they're not seeing that. So they can have that discouragement really basically early on to where it can really kind of trip them up. And so I realized after that people were not understanding that it's part of the process. And I was like, man, we have got to bring that out because I get all these amazing conversations. I get to hear, you know, from me, it's not that people are necessarily hiding it. It's Mm -hmm. just initially it's, you have to get past to that, you know, that, that intimate part of talking about something. And then So that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to hopefully be able to bridge that gap between that discouragement to having, um, you know, women entrepreneurs understand that all these challenges are part of the process and you need to lean into it. And here's somebody that went through something that was similar to you. This is how she got through it. Here's somebody that went through something different, some serious topics, truly. And it makes them know that, wait, I'm not alone. I can do this. I'm not alone. There's other people that did this and I just need to lean into it and then rise up. So that's kind of what we do. And that's why we wanted to bring this podcast to. I love it. And, you know, one of the reasons um, I love it is because people in business tend to do business with people that they know, like and trust. Mm -hmm. And so it's really that story. Like you talk about that backstory. That is the connection. People don't realize Typically, it's the backstory, it's the grit, it's the ugliness. It's it. That's what make people resonate because then they go, "Oh my gosh, she's real." Yeah. Or she's down to earth. Yes. Yeah. Or I get her. Yeah. You know, and then that's when they lean into you, yeah. and then that's when they'll do business with you. And so, they realize. And they realize. Wait, they're just a. I, I put them on a pedestal, but they're just like me. Exactly. And I can do that too. And then they see themselves in a different light. That's what I want. I want them to be able to see themselves in a different light and be able to rise up in, in their entrepreneur journey. I love it. I love yeah. it. So I'm going to move along. And the next person who I um, would love to hear from is Wendy. 
And um, this really sort of picks up from Mm -hmm. um, where Amanda left off because she's talking about um, your story and the backstory and how important it is for people to discuss it. And I know with you, you talk a lot about the being stuck. Yes. And, and so how does that resonate in terms of the being stuck in the mindset um, around people's story? Yes. Okay. Um, share that with the listeners because I think that would be really beneficial. I am happy to. And I feel the same way that you do. When Amanda was just speaking about the story behind the story, that we usually don't get to it, and we have these preconceived notions about how other people are doing, and then we measure ourselves negatively, and we have secret shame. I find I've worked with clients in all cultures, all around the world, for 18 years, and I find that it's every place. The people are measuring and comparing themselves to one another and thinking, oh, I ought to be able to do more. I ought to be able to follow through in an easier way. There must be something wrong with me and other people must be doing better. And comparison-itis. Comparison-itis. <laughs> or paranoia, right? Yeah, comparanoia. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> and and the, the, the little bit of critical information that they don't know, which is newer science that lets us know this, newer brain science. Number one, procrastination is just not your fault. Our brains are hardwired to put things off. It goes back to caveman era programming. It's a long story for another day. But if anyone listening can just have a big breath in and a big sigh of relief, like it is not your fault. And when we think that we're the only ones with this problem and everybody else must be succeeding, it's because we're not seeing the story behind the story. They're putting their front face on it, but they're having their own struggles. And I find that nearly everyone has a problem with this. And even if you're looking at people that you idolize that make tremendous amounts of money and you think, oh, they're doing so well and why can't I do that? Mm -hmm. Well, they're probably just struggling in another area that you can't see, like relationships or something else. So there is new brain science. There are easy, simple brain hacks people can learn that change everything and create an incredible amount of freedom. My clients typically increase their follow through by three times or more. Wow. In three months or less, using a third or less of the effort they were using before and willpower isn't required. So the biggest thing I guess I'd like people to know is that the stuff that you hear from all the experts and the gurus, I'm sure those folks are very, very well-intentioned, but they're just not well-informed because the newest brain science says that's all crazy, crazy town. The more willpower you use and push, push effort, the more secret shame you feel when you feel stuck and the physiology happens. You're kicking your alarm off by trying to muscle through. There's easier, better ways and your self-esteem can rise, your productivity can rise and you can have a sense of freedom. You know what I love about that is I usually tell my clients, um, confidence comes from taking action. True. And so when you get into action, like you said, if you can push beyond those things that are holding you back, always say, do it, do it scared, but just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll be surprised once you do it and you and you see results, then confidence kicks in. And now that issue is done because now that'll give you the self-esteem and the power to go mm-hmm. on and continue and to do more. Yes. So I really love, you know, what you what you work, how you work with your clients and how you get them to get going and to push past it and to move scared and to just get it done and do it. Mm-hmm. Because to me, experience and action is really what makes you more confident. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm, I'm more confident 
as an attorney because I, I tried cases. I mean, I was shaking in my boots the first time I had to go try a case. But once I tried them, I'm like, oh, now I can walk into a courtroom and I don't care what kind of case it is. I'm not scared. <laughs> okay? Right? And, and it's the same thing even with my business and my legal clients when, you know, I'm coaching and consulting them. Yeah, the first client was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And I mean, with all your knowledge and intelligence, we still sometimes question mm-hmm. ourselves, right? True. But once we get out there and we do it and we start seeing that we can produce results, it makes us much more confident. Very true. And with that said, my darling, I'm coming to you next, Sherita. Okay. <laughs> because now that you know, these women entrepreneurs know. Mm-hmm. They have to get their solopreneur story out there. True. Because the opportunity is in the obstacle. So once, you know, Amanda helps them do that. Yes. And then they're ready. And now they go see Wendy. <laughs> and they're like, okay, I'm going to do this thing scared. Mm-hmm. Right. And now they're ready to get into business and they're ready to make some money. Now let's talk about the money part. Oh, yeah. I'm all about the money. <laughs> so, let's talk, so let's talk about the money part. How are we going to help them with the money part? Okay. So just to piggyback off of both of these uh, very amazing women, um, you for you to be able to really go out there and really get the money, you got to be confident in what you're saying. You have to be able to share your story because guess what? The pitch is what's going to get you in the door, but the confidence is going to get you the deal. That's where you're going to get the money. And so a lot of times is we're missing opportunities, which is missing money because we're scared to connect like this. And we're scared to say, I don't want to let I don't want to let someone know my story that I didn't make it. But for you, Chevelle, to be able just to come out there and just be very transparent to let people know, look, this is where I came from. But that didn't stop me from getting my bag. And so I know a lot of times is we hear that and we have uh, we have that we let the Internet push us into investing into business coaches. Just what um, Wendy said, that that's great. I love all of those that have went before us. But are you investing into something that's really going to be unique to what you what your situation is and what your journey is? Because a lot of times is you hear you hear people all the time. I've wasted 20, 30, 40 thousand dollars in business coaches, masterminds when you could have really reached out and listened to podcasts like this to really be able to bring those who've been vetted by Chevelle that can really hammer down into what it is. Because I see a lot of people waste money on masterminds, especially when we're new, especially when they're newbies. I get a lot of business because I do a lot of B2B. I work with a lot of um, small, especially the small business. And by the time they come to me, they're they're not only physically drained, they're mentally drained. But guess what? They're almost financially drained by that point, too. And it's just because they've. They, they thought that throwing money at something was going to be what's at. And that's why I always tell people, don't let the Internet rush you, because a lot of times is a lot of people put money looking at what you said, looking at the Internet, looking at the next person's doing everybody here that's at this podcast. We all have some amazing things that we're doing. But at the same time is you may not need that camera. You may not, you know what I mean? You, right. you, may, you may not need that particular mastermind at the point that you are. There's free things that are out there, like the SBA.gov. Those are some resources that I like to tell people. NAV, if you're, especially for my, my, my those, uh, I like to call them um, the working entrepreneur. Because a lot of times, there's a lot of businesses, we're trying to 
we're using the money that we're making from our jobs to be able to fund the business. I always have to tell my clients who come to me and they're like, Sharita, I just want to take a leap of faith. I said, you know what? You need to know your corporate independence number before you do that. And they're like, what do you mean? Is that debt freedom? I was like, no, there's a difference between debt freedom and financial freedom. If you're looking to move over to, and become an um, entrepreneur, you want to make sure that you have enough corporate independence that you don't have to rush you don't have to rush back but that's going to be you being very pacific about what you need financially to be able to leave and be really truly corporate um, independent from your job from your job and I think that's where a lot of people they stop that because financially they're not ready and right. they're there because you should not be robbing from your future. I know you hear a lot of people. I'm probably not the coach for you or the <laughs> consultant but with pips. Well, I'm going to drain all of my 401k. I see a lot of entrepreneurs do that. And I'm not saying that that's the wrong thing. If that's your thing and you've done it and you've been successful, by all means, do that. But just know, make sure that you're not robbing Peter to pay Paul. Because guess what? You can't start a business and hire employees and then you become their livelihood. And a lot of businesses do that. And let me tell you something. I'm telling you from someone who's audited thousands of businesses, from the small business to the to the large corporations. I'm a former state government auditor and analyst. So I can tell you, Compliance uh, and lack of education costs many small businesses to close their doors even before they get started. Mm -hmm. Another big thing is is business credit has become sexy. Everybody's this is the big thing now. Everybody's on business credit and all of that. But let me tell you something. If you're not in a position to be able to manage your personal credit. I don't really think you should be rushing out there trying to establish business credit. The reason why is because sometimes is the first thing that people want to do is go get credit card debt. You're already personally in credit card. You're already you can't even manage the current credit cards that you have. And now you're going to do it in your business as well. Where is all of that going to come from? And so I always tell people, especially growing entrepreneurs, you know what? You need to make sure you play defense and offense in your finances. You can't win the championship and you can't scale your business if you're not if you not doing both. You need to make sure your home base is secured because you know what? A lot of people lose their homes trying to start a business. This is not, this is, this is not for the, this is not for the weak or, or the fake. Or, or the fake. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's going to take more. You're going to work more hours trying to be an entrepreneur. And I think a lot of people are like, well, oh, you can do your own schedule. But guess what? It was convenient when you were able to get a paycheck. But when you're trying, when you're on your job, but when you're trying to close deals like Wendy, all of us are here are consultants. You know that making sure that what you know you're trying to meet your bottom line, it's going to come from a budget. You need a budget in your business because let me tell you something: Lowe's has laid laid off thousands of people. They know their business budget, but do you know your business budget? Do you know your personal budget? And I think that a lot of times, as I see a lot of entrepreneurs, they're great um, in knowing their numbers in their business. But when you ask them financially um, I mean, what's going on in their personal lives, that's why they can't scale. I work with a lot of micro lenders, traditional banks, all type of lenders. And that's the one thing that keeps you out of the two things that keep us out of the game, especially people of color. Finances, but the, the number one is credit. And, there, and a lot of time is people, especially people of color, they don't understand that you have to maintain um, a great credit score personally for to because I'm not just just think about it. You want someone to give you a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, whether that's a, um, a line of credit or a business loan. You want them to give them that money and you can't even pay discover. 
on your right, personal right, side. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that, you know, like we really need to talk about. And those are conversations, just stuff that people may not know. It's not that they're doing it um, on purpose. Sometimes is we're not doing it without any education. Right. So I would like to always start when I'm talking with um, clients in um, especially small business, make sure that you have the education because that's what's really going to scale your business. I love it. This is what I also want to add too, because here's the thing. I am a firm, like I'm a firm believer in mentorship and I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer in, um, you know, if I didn't have mentors and I didn't invest in myself and my education, um, I wouldn't be sitting here and I wouldn't be half as successful mm-hmm. as I am. Um, but what I want to say is this, you do have to Look into the mentors that you want to hire for one mm-hmm. um, and make sure that you are hiring the right people. Yes. Because, you know, one of my mentors would say you're either going to learn by um, mistake mm-hmm. <laughs> or by investing. Yeah. Right. Um, there's, there's no way around it. But here's also the thing for entrepreneurs. I, I believe most entrepreneurs need to have a mentor. They need to have mm-hmm. someone who can show them a blueprint because yes. you're just going to be making mistakes. But. At the same time, you also have to be willing to do the work. Yes. So I see a lot of entrepreneurs, they go out and they hire awesome, great coaches. And, you know, then they come to me and, and they're, you know, they're still stuck and, and things haven't happened or progressed. And when I dig deeper and I ask questions, it ha- it wasn't the mentor. mentor. Yeah. It was them because they had what I call this um, shiny, bright object syndrome. Mm-hmm. So they are looking at the Internet and they are seeing the success Okay, they are looking at the internet. They are seeing the success of other people, and they're just jumping in and they're and they're getting it because they look and they see. Oh, if she's on stage and she's making a million dollars, then I can do. It. They're investing in this person's lifestyle. Yes. Okay, but what you need to do is you need to make sure you're making the investment so that you can have that lifestyle, but that you're going to be doing the work because most of those mentors have bust their behinds to get there. Yes. So I, we're gonna wrap this up soon, but this is what I want to leave you with. Make sure that you are investing in the right mentors Mm -hmm. because they can get you there further and faster. It's important. Make sure that you are looking at your your credit. It's important. Your business credit can't do anything if your personal credit isn't right. I always say your business is a reflection of your personal life. Yeah, it's a resume. So you have to start with your personal before you can, you can't fix your business if your personal is all jacked up. All right. And you have to make sure that you're doing things to get unstuck and you have to make sure you're not procrastinating. And just from a legal standpoint, I just want to also say when you do all these things and you have your story and you're out there and you're unstuck and you got your credit together, you're investing in the right mentors, make sure that you're taking some measures to legally protect your business. Make sure that you're, you know, you're not making all this money to lose it. You want to make sure you have a business entity like a LLC or um, S Corp for most small businesses. You want to make sure you're using contracts in your business so that you can protect the relationships and your money. And you want to make sure that you're trademarking and copywriting your intellectual property to make sure that people aren't stealing your stuff. So these are the strategies that I want you to get here today from all of us so that you can soar and you can take your business further, faster. Thank you all so much for coming here today. I appreciate you. We need to continue to have these conversations. And as I always say to the listeners, keep soaring because your opportunity could be on the other side of that obstacle. And we're all here sitting here having this conversation with you because we kept soaring. So until the next time, take care, 
Talk to you soon. See you next week. And let's continue these entrepreneurial conversations. Have a good day, everybody. Greetings from Orlando. Bye, Bye. guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson, where entrepreneurs like you get empowered and educated with business and legal strategies they need to build and scale successful businesses. Join us every week as we continue these entrepreneurial conversations. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, please visit ChevelleMcPherson.com and click on the podcast link. Be sure to subscribe so you get notified when new episodes are released. Remember, your successful business may be on the other side of an interruption, so keep soaring uninterrupted so you can have the income you desire, the peace of mind you deserve, and a lifestyle you've designed. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.